Welcome everyone back to the Bincast, episode 4 this time. We're on a roll with these episodes every single week. If you didn't hear the pre-show, you should probably get on the Patreon because that is where we are posting it and only on Patreon, nowhere else. It's only on Patreon, so make sure that if you want to hear the pre-show and the full episode, you go to patreon.com slash Bincast and you sign up for $1 a month. That's right, guys. You get all your content (laughs) in one area. Stop coughing. You really are a woman, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, guys, that's right. You get all of your content for just $1 a month, okay? That's right. Get your purses out. Get your mommy's credit card out. It's only $1. You get a pre-show, the uncensored content. You can ask us Q&A questions to use for the podcast. It's amazing. It's an incredible community. If you want to sign up, it's only $1 a month, it's so cheap, and it's gonna fly out the door, just like me and your mother. Speaking of the Q&A, um, we got some questions to read out. Here's the first one. Why'd you pause? There's no questions. Sign <laughs> <laughs> up to the Patreon so you can ask some damn questions. Yeah, we we have no, we literally have no questions. <laughs> I was like, what are you pausing for? <laughs> where, where did you go? He's forty minutes late and then he disappears again. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, we we don't have a Q and A segment yet. But as soon as people start getting into the Patreon and start asking questions, then we will have a segment, probably at the beginning of the podcast, specifically for the Q&A. Um, so patrons, if you want to get in that, um, $1 a month, only $1. And get in soon, because eventually those prices are going to go up. We will, we will cap it out at like 25 people. If we get like 25 patrons, it's going to go up. Okay, what, what's the first topic? Because I don't, I don't know what this is about. Ms. Kiff's return stream. So... Ms. Kiff, partnered streamer, massive, huge in the Twitch community. People, people that are listening to the podcast probably watch him. There's probably a few people. Shout out freaking Caleb. I think, I don't know. I don't know if he watches <clears> it or not, but. Um, if you don't know are... who Caleb is, watch the last podcast. Yeah, he was in the last one. Um, he's probably listening to this in his car right now. What's up, dude? Hey. <laughs> what's up, yeah, Caleb? What's up, man? What's up, dude? <laughs> don't, don't have a car accident. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, there's a car coming! I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like scaring him for no reason. So, Ms. Kef is a streamer. He recently got uh, quote-unquote exposed for uh, covering up uh, assault allegations, which, you know, people were blasting him for this, and obviously it wasn't on purpose, but people are painting it in a way where it seems like he did it on purpose. Obviously, he's not smart enough to do that. Ms. Um, Kef is very dumb. Uh, contrary to popular belief, I genuinely believe that he's one of the most dumbest streamers on the whole platform. That's why I like him, because he's, he's freaking special and he's funny, <laughs> right? And um, people, there are, there are like 17,000 14-year-old, 14-year-old girls and their mothers getting triggered at him because he was making jokes in his return stream. He pulled up a SA... Uh, in, in, in a workplace video on his first stream back, and I thought it was funny, but a lot of other people didn't think it was funny. Uh, one of the people that didn't think it was very funny was uh, Casey Tron, another streamer. I'm going to pull up what, what her tweet was, because I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Um, 
Mizkef going live and trying to laugh off the SA situation is gross. This is why I feel so strongly about building a safe space for women. Our trauma is a joke to them. The slime ball gonna delete his VODs and everything too once he sees the community wasn't laughing along. He's gonna play the I didn't know better card for the 4 billionth time and off already. Now, obviously there's gonna be people defending her uh, with this because they're 14 year old girls and they're, they're a bunch of sheep and they only believe what their favorite streamers uh, do or say. Uh, but for people that think that Mizkif went out and, and purposely scripted a whole stream where he would make fun of and of purposely uh, just push down the the idea of assault is is you are part of the problem like that is feral to even think that i think that all these people i mean this situation is going to be forgotten about because miskiff wasn't we've already covered this but miskiff wasn't the one that did the assault right it was his friend which his friend actually this is a good uh, update segment because his friend has actually moved out of his house now and i think if Mizkif was a terrible person, he would have still had him in his house, but he doesn't. I think that this whole thing has just been blown out of proportion, and Mizkif isn't too guilty for it. He's stupid, but he's not a terrible person because of it. Yep, I don't deny that. This slime ball gonna delete his VODs and everything too. Well, actually, he didn't uh, delete his VODs. He's actually, his editor actually made a whole video about uh, his apology so and the thing is is, is people are begging misgive oh say something why don't you say something do it do it he he legally is binded to uh like he's he can't he's like legally unable to is he in a legal battle right now well yeah they're doing an investigation and he can't say anything uh, about it okay and they don't understand how that works clearly but it's it's weird i still like miskiff okay i'm still going to watch him uh his his first return stream back if I could pull up Twitch Tracker, had I, from what I saw, upwards of 50, 60,000 viewers. So mm -hmm. Miskiff didn't fall off like people hoped he <clears throat> would have. Um, his, his, uh, hi, I'm Miskiff had 70.9, the peak viewer was 70,900. So he's not going anywhere. The guy is not going anywhere. Although he's losing followers daily, right? He's lost, you know. 20,000 followers in like a few days, right? But that doesn't mean anything because the real ones will stay. And he's actually even currently going up in subs on Twitch, which if you don't know, you can follow people, which is free. Subscribing costs like $4 a month unless you use Twitch Prime. And he has about 18,000 subscribers on Twitch. So he's, yeah, he's not, definitely not going anywhere. Mizkif is here to stay, whether people like it or not. And... You know, flip the roles, I'm pretty sure if this was a girl that did this, no one would care. I always have to bring this up, but it's just it, true. Every single, I, yeah, of course. If it was a girl, then the dude would be the person that would be screamed at relentlessly. The only way that it's like an even playing field if it's, is if all of them are girls. Yeah, and then it's just a cat fight. <laughs> it's trash. just a cat fight, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's that topic. What's next? The Pierce Morgan versus Andrew Tate abomination of an interview. I absolutely despise Pierce for, for what he was talking about in this interview. I don't know if you want to bring up my stream from yesterday, but I reacted to the whole thing you on did. stream yesterday. I did. So, are you going to pull up 
a segment from my stream. Are you going to be nice? All right. Pull up a segment from my stream right here. A, f a funny segment. Oh, so funny. Okay, I actually need to watch this because I did not before. How long is this video? Because I don't... Oh, it's so long. It's, it's an hour. It's an hour. That's why I reacted to it on stream. Okay, give me a summary. Okay, this is from the head. So this is going to be rough, but... Um, Piers, interview with Andrew Tate. Uh, it starts off fairly civil. Then they get into more deeper topics, like uh, when Andrew said that depression isn't real. He attempted to reason with Piers and, and explain himself further what he meant by, quote, depression isn't real. And he uh, went on to explain that he doesn't believe that depression isn't real. He believes that depression exists and you can be depressed, obviously, right? But the idea of depression is to, and he was trying to explain this, but Piers just kept interrupting him. He was trying to explain that the idea of depression is, is very, it's very much too, like, people want to be depressed more than trying to fix it. Yeah, people are so in their slump. Um, They're adamant. And they realize that, like, being depressed gets you attention, that, like... They don't want to be not depressed. They want yeah. to continue to be depressed because that's how you get attention. And some people, even even those who don't want to be depressed for attention, they just feel like they're better off being depressed. I mean, that is a person that exists. Th th those people are very real and very, very sad. But um, they don't have the mindset of, I need to achieve something today. I They don't have the mindset of, I need to pursue happiness today. They only have the mindset of, I am miserable, I am unsatisfied savable basically and affirm my sadness please affirm, everyone around yeah, me yeah affirm my sadness it's i mean it's pathetic but it's also super sad at the same time it's sad i agree and i think that a lot of these people that try to get affirmation for their sadness these are the types of people that that also don't want to be helped there are people that are actually depressed and they don't go out and try to get affirmation for their sadness they actually want help obviously it's harder to get than you think which is fine, but at least they're trying. There's people out there that aren't even trying to get the help. There was also a segment in the interview, I think, it could be a completely separate one, but I think um, Pierce was talking about how Andrew Tate is apparently a misogynist. He was, he did say that. Yeah. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Well, what was the point exactly? Because I, I remember that it was, it had something to do with women and their roles. Um, yeah, yeah. So Andrew Tate was talking about, I could be paraphrasing or completely blowing this out of proportion, but I think what, what happened is uh, Andrew Tate was talking about how women have a role and men have a role in society that they have to play. Typically. Well, you don't have to, but yeah, typically, yeah, it's, typically it's regarded they, as... They, it's yeah. like an innate kind of role that you play and for the man he wants to protect the woman and not really let her go to work because you know she doesn't have to go to work i think we, we went over this in the second episode of the podcast but basically his point was that you know men are supposed to protect women and women are supposed to be protected and they therefore they do not need to go to work because the man is doing all the work for them and they should be content with that they should be happy that they don't have to work and that they can focus on the house on their family on their children on the food, you know, the, the easy stuff, 
right? Uh, well, children are not easy, but <laughs> no, the more the more like nurturing stuff, like the, yeah, the nurturing stuff. The, it's not the women like doing that. Physically demanding, um, being yes. in the house and working with children and clothes and food and all that. So that's the woman's role typically. And Pierce said that was extremely misogynistic and toxic and masculine, and whatever. You know what? Other, you know what else he said was was uh misogynistic. So Andrew has this view that like. 19-year-olds and, and just younger people, 19, 20-year-olds are more attractive to the average person to 25-year-olds. And he said, oh, that's actually blatantly misogynistic. Um, are you going to say sorry points, for that? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. What are you talking about? No, 19, I mean, that's literally true. 19 and 20-year-olds are more attractive than 25-year-olds. That's not because it's a misogynistic or ageist kind of thing. That's just true. They're... They're more attractive because they're more youthful. And youth is an extremely good trait. It is definitely not misogynistic because the definition of misogynistic isn't that that you like a certain age group. That, no, uh, that age has is sure, to do maybe. With misogyny. But how do you get misogyny from that? That makes absolutely zero sense. No, Hello? if anything, it would be ageist. But even that, like, I mean, that's just ignorant because. That's just preference. Yeah, it's it just is preference. preference. But on average, I'm assuming that a 19, 20 year old is more attractive to a man than a 25 year old. I can completely agree with that. And the fact that he said that that was misogynistic, dude. You, if you guys saw my stream, I, I was, I was like borderline. I want to throw a brick at myself. <laughs> like, I was so done, man. Like, I got halfway through, and I'm like, is this guy like? I said this. I said, Piers has to be trolling. Or he's just very, very low IQ. I hope he, he's yeah, trolling. Yeah, he's either he's either being trying to be a funny guy, or he's just dumb. He's just he just has two brain cells, and they just like like back and forth in this echo chamber of nothing. He's so dumb. It's crazy, dude. Like he had nothing to say, and when he had nothing to say, you could tell because he would cut him off. He wouldn't yep. even let him speak. Yep. So one of his brain cells is uh, hate, and the other one is justifying the hate, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, that that video, man, that's that video that's, was that crazy. That was something else. That interview was something else, man. Dude, if anyone ever thought that Pierce was the person that won in that debate, you're just ignorant. You either didn't watch it or you refused to believe it. <laughs> yep. What? That's probably the most entertaining. It's funny that the most, one of his most viewed interviews since the. Uh, forever ago was that it literally has like 3 million views 3.5 that's crazy he's a literally guy made his whole platform every second he tried to he tried to get out a, like a decent point he would just peers just call him misogynistic and, and say yep yeah, we're moving on yeah way to build your own reputation man make yourself like an it like an idiot he tried to use like clips as as like the basis of his of his ideas like bro clips aren't gonna do anything for you it's called a clip for a reason yeah it's a clip not a full point if you want the full point watch the podcast like we live in an era where our attention spans like seven seconds long yeah andrew tate has 40,000 million clips of him seven seconds long saying something tyrannical and crazy and you're going to take that and use it as your point? No. Watch the full... He talks for like three hours, two hours. Listen to the whole thing. Listen to what he has to say and actually understand it. And then you can make your point. 
Don't make a point Listen of a seven-second clip before you just look at clips and be like, okay, he's a misogynist. Because you can get easily debunked. I can show you the full clip, the full, the full video instead of just a seven-second clip, and you can get debunked right there. That's why you don't take clips as like your full basis to to get mad. You, you're mad at someone over a seven-second seven-second clip, really, really, dude. Like, watch the full thing. You won't. You might not be as angry and tilted at yourself. Exactly. But this is not a justification for everything Andrew Tate says. Obviously, everyone's going to have something to disagree with him on because he is so controversial. Like, I don't agree with everything that he says. I'm sure you don't agree with everything he says. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything that I've disagreed with him on. If, if I have, then it's it's minuscule. Yeah, I would say the, the positive uh, things that he says are like, they way vastly outweigh the negative points. Like, I always liked his his take on vaping. I think vaping is disgusting. And I think it should, I think if the, if the government's actually cared about treating humans and actually cared about humanity as a whole, vapes wouldn't be sold and neither would cigarettes, but I digress. And then, um, I kind of, to double down on that, I watched a Sony Faz video where his grandma was reacting to Andrew Tate points and she ranked him, like, initially, she re she ranked him a 0 out of 10, and by the end of it, he was an 8.5. Like, she disagreed with a lot of stuff that he said, but there was still a lot of, like, based stuff that he he was saying. So yeah, if, if you just, like, listen to him, and you, you try to put yourself in his shoes, you kind of see the world through his eyes, you can understand what the things that he're, he's saying. And he has a good reason to justify most of it. Well, at least, at least he has, like, actual evidence to back up his claims on like peers here just making up random garbage he, he made up like okay I, since i listened to the whole thing i can say for sure that he made up like four different things in that whole interview it's so dude he was fighting what what was he fighting him he was shadow boxing himself <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't understand <laughs> brother had nothing to cut no points to come up with so he was just shadow boxing the air like please fight me someone <laughs> <laughs> trying to get someone to fight him so bad what's wrong with you yeah he's a bit he's a bit weird don't i don't think he has a brain that's enough okay. entertainment for one day i want to uh introduce the audience to a movie that i watched just yesterday which is probably way earlier now because of the uh the release of the podcast um but basically october 12th was the release of the greatest lie ever sold by candace owens is a daily wire um candy's nuts fit in your mouth <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it. Okay, so it's a Daily Wire production. There were a lot of unbiased things that they had to say in that documentary. For example, the movie is about George Floyd um, in the BLM movement, and they completely debunked the whole George Floyd got choked to death um, because he actually, when he was found, or when he was uh, tested in the hospital that he died in, or was pronounced in, he was pronounced dead in the hospital. I don't think he died in the hospital. I think he died on the street. But that hospital that pronounced him dead found mo over two times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system. Which, by the way, has killed multiple people yeah, in the world. There's, there's actually an epidemic on the rise. of fentanyl yeah, in the United States because of immigrants. It's, it's literally on the rise. Um, it's, I can give an example. Lil Peep passed away because one of his fans gave him uh, Xanax laced with fentanyl, and it, he took, like, 
30 billion times the the recommended amount which is disgusting i don't know how i want obviously don't know the actual number but like no amount of fentanyl should be anywhere near you uh there's a video out there of a police officer opening the back of a car and just the fentanyl being there in front of him uh because someone had a stash of fentanyl in the car he passed out and started seizing because the oh fentanyl God. was in front of him. He just inhaled it. The, just inhaling it can kill you. So anyone who's trying to fight, like the, oh, justice for George Floyd, you're dumb. You're just dumb. Yeah, and speaking of George Floyd, the place that he died in, um, the street, is now a complete anarchy. Apparently it's like a, a pardoned area or something by the government. So there are no rules in that area. And the crime rate is at its highest that it's ever been since 20 years ago. Yeah, I wonder why. I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so the um one of the points against George Floyd actually being killed was that the officer's knee was on his neck and it does appear to be that way but from the perspective of another officer the knee of that person who had his knee quote unquote on his neck was actually on the shoulder blade of George Floyd. So I don't think that he was killed by suffocation of uh from his knee. Um but also to further prove that um George Floyd Floyd, when he was in the police car, was already claiming that he couldn't breathe before he was even put on the ground. Which, by the way, he wanted to be put on the ground. He was asking, I want to lay on the ground. I want to lay on the ground. He requested it, yeah. Um, fentanyl, for those of you that don't know what it is, is an anesthesia. Just putting that out there. And that it's, one it's, of the symptoms yeah. of taking too much fentanyl is that you can't breathe. Uh, fentanyl depresses central nervous system and respiratory function. Exposure to fentanyl may be, may be fatal, and this is uh, cdc.gov, the uh, government information. Um, so just exposure. It's, it look, uh, highlight this word, okay? If you're gonna, if you're gonna pull up what I'm, what I'm reading right now, because you can just look it up right now, ch chatters and and friends listening to this episode, okay? Exposure to fentanyl may be fatal. Exposure, not not putting it in your mouth, just exposure just if it's if it's somewhere near you and you inhale it somehow so if that doesn't prove something look i don't know what will make these people they'll never believe me but i don't know what will make them believe me i don't even really care it is what it is dude but these people sit here and make up lies and you know obviously the police officer that was quote kneeling on him is in jail now probably just to make people yeah, shut up about it yeah he's in solitary confinement yeah just to, just to make people shut up about him to be honest that's what i think um also there's a bunch of different points in that documentary if you don't if you want to see the whole thing it's on dailywire.com nice you promo, need to sign dude. up and make an account and like i think there's a subscription service talking um, about signing up you guys can sign up to our patreon for one dollar okay yes if, if anything <laughs> you want to sign up to the patreon because it's the the best deal for the money um because it's only one dollar per month and you get all of the exclusive content on patreon for, for uh not free for one dollar <laughs> twelve dollars a year only twelve dollars a year it is only twelve dollars a year that conversation is gonna stir some stuff i tell you I, I would also like to go to towards the um the blm movement itself uh following the death of george floyd because that <laughs> is probably king. what i said r.i.p my king <laughs> <laughs> following the death of george floyd there were the most violent protests and riots um that i've ever seen in my lifetime Basically, what happened is stores were looted and people were unforgiven because they're of the color of their skin being white. People who owned stores that happened to be white were completely looted. Uh, I think some people got, a lot of people got killed. There was a arson 
all over the place, and the actual BLM movement founders raised tens of millions of dollars, and almost ten million dollars that were that that came from that were spent on a mansion to have a party. Yeah, the classic BLM scam, dude. And people are asking now, where is the money? Was because they claim that it was going to, um, like pardoning people in jail, so like bailing people out, basically. I I don't understand how that has anything to do with BLM, but apparently they think that black people are oppressed and that they're all being put in jail for no reason. Even though we got over that in the 1900s, we got over that in, in the 20th century. We are so that is so far behind us that we should not even be like thinking about it still being a threat. But here we are now where people are thinking like you know the, the race is like still a very important thing in the world and if you're white you're privileged if you're black you're marginalized or something well apparently you can become black whenever you want nowadays eh yeah exactly, what do you say dude you want to you want to become black tomorrow huh? and the same thing with gender if you're a man you're privileged if you're a woman good luck apparently yeah apparently uh, apparently Even men you aren't... can just identify as whatever you want apparently men aren't uh you know, they're the most privileged people in the world, and oh, they get away with everything. Oh, really? That's why the the majority of uh, people in, in jail are uh, men, and the majority of suicides that happen are men. Yeah, yeah, so privileged. Yeah. All right, let's come out of that, uh, that topic a bit more positive. So the next topic that we have is how to view yourself. And we talked about uh, this being a part of the podcast from last episode um, because we had to cut off since it was so long. So now we're here talking about how to view yourself. And this is kind of doubling down on the uh, Andrew Tate thing because he says a lot correct about this. I feel like people are very hesitant to actually have some self-improvement. They don't have the motivation to be better. And and people are saying, well, like, you don't need to change. You're perfect the way you are. And that's true to an extent, but your mental state cannot always be negative. Your mental state is something that you can change and that, something that you should be willing to change if, you know, it's uh, risking your health, your mental health and physical health, all that stuff. Um, your life is affected by it, like your, your career. If you're too negative towards yourself, your career could be ruined because you refuse to get out, out of bed every day. So that's a very, very uh, unfortunate thing to be thinking about. I think this topic is very important. I actually took this off uh, Sneeko. Yeah, Sneeko also have, has very good views about, about how to view yourself. <laughs> He's now banned on every platform, just like uh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tate, ironically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, go to um, Rumble if you want to see those, uh, those voices Yeah, go again. to Rumble. Uh, we're along on, with we're uh, on Donald Rumble Trump too. if you're into that. Yeah, if you're into that guy. If you're into that uh, orange-haired rat. Anyway, um... Yeah, how to view yourself is a I'm trying to think. It's a it's an interesting topic because a lot of people view themselves. Uh, I would say I would kind of hope that the majority of the population view themselves very highly. They have a lot of respect for themselves, but in this generation, it seems the complete opposite. A lot of people's friends see uh, each other as more highly than even themselves see themselves. That, does that make sense? Like, like I don't see, like I they, wouldn't they see myself. They put their friends on a pedestal higher than themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. I like I wouldn't see myself as an amazing, incredible, funny, comedically perfect, perfect comedically timed, incredible human being. But Dot might, um, even though it's the complete opposite. Dot hates me, and I love myself. So um, <laughs> there's there's just this weird image in the world that, like you. You can be contempt no matter how you look, what you look like, how fat you are, 
how skinny you are. You can stay contempt all your life and you're, you will never have any health issues because as long as you're happy and your emotions are smooth and you're going great in your life, that's all that matters. But it's, it's actually the complete opposite, right? We don't run off emotions. If you're, if you're super like fat and very clearly unhealthy because believe it or not we can make an observation on someone and see if they're unhealthy and fat and or slash underweight right it's very simple to do that i have eyes i don't have eyes for no reason they don't just appear they didn't just teleport into my face right i'm gonna make an observation on someone and say you are not the weight that you know i would expect you to be because you're you believe it or not your weight is important in life and it's going to bring you down if you're not if your bmi is way too high and your weight is way too high i mean we've talked about this so much but like the whole fat issue um it does play a role in your mental health because the more fat you are the more unhealthy you are the more unhealthy you are the less mentally healthy you are because Mental health plays into physical health, but moreover, physical health plays a lot into mental health. And that's why I think that it is so unhealthy to just live in contemptment, just to be contempt with yourself, how you are right now. No, you should always be aiming up. No matter who you are, yeah, no matter who you are, you should just always be moving forward, like punishing yourself. Yeah, I said it. Punish yourself. If you believe you're not doing enough and keep doing more, discipline yourself, keep pushing, do good. You know, people, people run into these conversations and say, we only want negativity. We don't, we want positivity. We're trying to make a positive impact on youth and older people as well. Um, no matter what age you are, you should still be striving for the best, not if like you trash. if you're always aiming up, you always have a goal to go for. You're always motivated to keep going and to keep working and to improve. If you're content with yourself now, you will never have anything to shoot for, and you'll be you'll end up depressed because you'll feel empty. Not not that none of that fake depression either. You will actually get very depressed and you will feel like you have nothing and that's not chronic you can fix that because all you need to do is act on it the thing that andrew tate is saying that people don't understand is that depression is real but the condition of depression is not real you cannot be chronically depressed unless you will it into existence if you're willingly depressed you need a psychiatric help no one is willingly depressed yeah i mean you can you can choose to be depressed your right your whole life but that does not mean that that is a, it's a condition that you can have. Same for uh, people that, there are people out there, I said, I'm pretty sure I said this on stream actually yesterday, funnily enough. There are people out there, especially in LA, if you've ever walked uh, across Skid Row, um, there are people out there that they want to be homeless. Like they actually enjoy being homeless. I just that's talked not about a good that with, thing. with one of my buddies at school. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's people, not good at all. People are actually, there are people out there who want to be homeless. And if, if you're not striving for anything more, that's how your life is going to be or how it could be. And that's not a good thing. Being homeless is terrible. You are limited. You are limiting yourself. And that just creates like this repeating cycle. Every single day you do the same things because you never aim for something better. And if you're never aiming for something better, you're repeating the same day over and over and over again does a, 
like a huge it plays a huge role in your mental health because when you're constantly repeating the same day it's like a fuel for depression basically you get so burnt out and it's almost like you're like hypnotized or something by repeating the same day over and over and over again and i have written down here uh is it better to always have a positive outlook no matter the outcome of a situation um so if you believe that you're you're stuck in a situation where you know it's it's very hard to get out of it's it's going to be impossible it seems like that it's going to be impossible for you to get out of this situation just know that there is always a light at the end 100% of the time no matter what okay because if you strive fast enough if you put your mind to it you are strong minded enough you can do it and every situation no matter what it is believe it or not to have a when you have a positive outlook on it and you you only have positive thoughts the outcome like 99% of the time will be positive because the, if you surround yourself with negative energy and negativity in your mind you're not going to reach the end if you if you feel negative about yourself um use that like negative feeling towards yourself as motivation to to aim higher and to actually achieve better things so you feel better about yourself yeah and believe it or not, it is good to have an ego. I have that written on the end. Ego is good, okay? Some people uh, attain ego to, like, negative uh, energy or negativity or ego to, like, oh, this guy is just egotistical. He wants nothing but money and fame. And An ego is good to a certain extent, but you can't just, like, use that for everything. Yeah, obviously, you can't run on it. But having an ego is pretty important. Uh, if you don't have one, then are you really living right now? Yeah, the, the answer is no. You're basically just another cog in the machine if you don't have an ego. It's a really good topic. It felt great to talk about, too. Speaking of uh, very, very fun to talk about, how do we feel about our biggest issues with society? Well, I was talking a lot in that last segment. So me and Dot have our own... Uh, I, I've picked my own. I don't know if he's picked his yet. I let him kind of figure out his own off off podcast. I'm interested to see what he has to say. But I've got my own issue with society. I've got, we've got one issue each. I'm going to talk about mine. He's going to talk about his. And hopefully we can discuss each other's in, such, in, in, in a very small amount of time. I don't want to overdo this podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can discuss a second itch issue... On the Patreon, you guys just sign up to the Patreon for $1 a month. We can discuss these issues uh, on Patreon. Obviously, we only have time. We only have such a small amount of time to discuss these issues. But if you sign up to Patreon, we may have some extra time for you very cool people that decide to give us $1 a month. So if you sign up for the Patreon right now, uh, we we will be able to, uh, you know, obviously we'll uh, have the extra content for you. Um, we're thinking, or I'm thinking, that we might be doing some extra, um, re like, react content and different like types of content that oh, has, can't relates wait. to the podcast. So if you want to see that, go to the Patreon and uh, we will see you over there. And suggestions for content are open. Yeah, topics. Give us topics. What do you think about uh, short-form content and attention span? Short-form content? I don't think that's the biggest issue with society, but it definitely does play a role in issues with society, for sure. Would you say that because of short-form content, it's ruining people's brains? But not yes. only that, it's also ruining their lives at home in turn 
making it a bigger issue. Mm -hmm. I feel like short form content is giving people ADHD. Yeah. Well, like, I, I actually if you couldn't think form that. it, if you couldn't form ADHD, well, now you can. I, I feel like it's actually possible. TikTok and YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels and Facebook Reels and all these different kinds of short form swipe up to get the next video. That kind of content, I do think, it will definitely play a role in people developing ADHD as a child. It's all part of uh, China's plan to control the world, dude. It really is. Yeah, that I feel like that is probably one of the biggest issues with society is China. Like, they really are trapping your minds in, in your phones so that they can control you. That's literally what yeah. they're doing. I mean, TikTok is the uh, one of the biggest sources from for wokeism, basically. People think that they're woke or something, that they're ascending from reality and that they're above whatever laws of reality. But really what they're what they are experiencing is delusion. And a lot of the delusion, they, they feed into delusion because there's more delusion on TikTok, and then they, they just agree with everything they say, dude. It's just a cycle, man. People just, like, feed each other with more delusional thoughts until eventually it just, like, implodes on itself, and people just kill themselves or something and get depressed. Or people wake up, actually wake up, and realize that everything that they're talking about is insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. It's going to take a lot to wake these people up. Yeah, it's going to take a lot because, they, I mean, dude, TikTok is making these people absolutely persistent. They are... N I don't think anyone has ever been as persistent as the people that use TikTok. I mean, this is what, this is what uh, Sneeko is trying to do, man. Like, wake these people up. They're just... Bro, they're just sleeping. Like, for real, man. It's AIDS. Anyway, my big issue um, was about i don't think this is one that gets talked about enough it gets talked about but not to an extent where it's like it's like never discussed in a proper conversation like people just say it and then they move on i think i think you'll like this one too it's about people's lifestyles getting exaggerated people editing their photos online in such a way that it takes away from the person and who they really are and how they really act um, you know, editing your photos, editing your videos, cutting videos in a certain way, putting filters on, etc., creating a false sense of reality for people. I think that there is a terrible disgrace. This is this is another thing TikTok is doing is creating a terrible false sense of reality for people. What do you think? I think that's agree? absolutely true. Yeah, I think yeah. that people exaggerate their personalities to a point where it's unrealistic, and people get jealous of that. And they, they yeah. try, like, they either try so hard and fail so badly um, to match that, or they immediately get depressed because they're like, well, I'm not that person and I can't be that person because they're so perfect. Yeah. It's one thing to look up to someone. It's another to try to copy them and everything they do. Like that white boy M guy that's trying to copy iShow Speed. He'll never be iShow Speed, but he's trying his hardest, right? Like, these people are creating a false sense of reality. Now there's going to be 17,000 iShow Speeds trying to become him. There's, there's like, Instagram models with 12 different filters, like, breast implants, like, lip fillers. And there's these girls that are trying to look like these, these models. They look up to them as, like, role models and leaders. They're never going to look like them because their whole life is a fraud. It's fake. And I'll admit, like, I have a character on stream. Right? Like, I, it's not bad to have a character. It's not bad to, I guess, what's the word? Accentuate 
is that is that the word to exaggerate ha- like exaggerate and um freaking have a have a more hyper personality for for stream content like that's fine for video for stream that's cool that's fine there's nothing wrong with that if you, if you have if you could actually have a character that shows that you can actually turn it on and off that's good but if you if you're just like setting up this false sense of reality editing your photos putting on like fake garbage um editing your videos in such a way that it makes your life actually look like it just makes you look more important than you actually are and makes it look like every day in your life is like like you actually do these things in your everyday life when you realistically probably are closer to a normal person than someone like you know Andrew Tate who doesn't he doesn't particularly he's kind of a, a victim of this he, he really does kind of exaggerate his life but i think it's funny i think what he does is funny he's obviously not creating a false sense of reality for people like these instagram models are but in a way this this is the biggest issue that i have with society it might not be yours it might not be any of our viewers but i have a pretty decent idea of what the future might look like if this continues because like exaggerating your life and in front of millions of people especially is it can only do more harm than good is is what i'm going to say there i think yeah i agree with you on every single point that you made good i want you to to be a sheep and agree with everything i say <laughs> well you know it's it's like i know that I don't have a conforming mind because, like, everything that I think about, like, or that I hear, I always, like, I'm using my brain, right? I I have common sense. I'm thinking about um, ways to, like, play the uh, devil's advocate, right? Playing devil's advocate in my head, you know, weighing the bad versus the good. What what is like the best way to come at this? And n- knowing that and judging what you're saying, I can completely agree with everything that you're saying because I I feel like I'm thinking independently about it. Um, using you know my brain, common sense, and all that, and just coming to the conclusion that that I would come to. I think there's a there's a difference between like agreeing with someone and just cheaping. To societal norms, yeah. there there's a there's a huge difference between agreeing with someone and just agreeing th- with someone for the sake of agreeing and agreeing with someone for the sake of being exactly like the person. Yeah, and you know I can I can watch Andrew Tate and agree with his points, but then I can also come up with reasons. You know, obviously because I agree with his points, I'm not going to come up with reasons why I should disagree with them. I'm going to come up with extra reasons why I agree with that point. I not only agree with your point, but I also agree that this, this, and this, because your point helped me come up with these things. Yeah, I feel like the people that actually add on to the the comment rather than just saying, yes, 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 I agree 100%, this guy's correct. When you actually add on points, it makes it more obvious that you do actually agree with the point because you agree with the point, not just because you're a yes man. Yeah, there's a difference between yes men and, and uh, like actual friends and, and like decent like if you if you can have a decent conversation with with someone you realize that there is going to be agreements and there will be a few maybe a few disagreements mostly more agreements than disagreements if if you're actually having a a conversation or a discussion with uh like like a decent friend right like you can disagree with each other 
but uh, like agreeing with each other isn't just it's not like sheepy or anything you're just agreeing because you have the same like ideas or, or the same mindset like that's cringe I don't, I don't get people that say oh you're just a sheep oh you're just following what your your leader says like no man i just have a brain and i use common sense and i, I agree with other people's points when they're in my ideology, correct. I feel like this is another topic that doesn't get talked about enough because there's a lot of yes men in society and not enough people that just think independently. And I feel like that's that's more of a problem than people want to believe. We're almost discouraged from, because of how the world is, is nowadays, we're almost discouraged from agreeing with people, which makes no sense. I don't know why, but it's just kind of how we, it's kind of how we live now. Like, if you agree with someone, you're a simp. If you like someone, you're a simp. If you agree with someone's point, you're just a sheep. There's, there's nothing, there's no going around it. It's like, all right, if, if I agree with this guy's point, and the point actually had, you know, evidence behind it, it had decent, uh, we, we had a decent discussion, um, and if that, if that makes me a simp, the reason why I agree with it, then I'm a simp. All right, I'll take it. But at least I'm not a sheep like you, crackhead. I'd rather be a simp than a sheep, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I'd rather be a normal person than a simp or a sheep. You want to talk about the CEO of G2? Uh, this is a very old, this is very old news, but basically the CEO of an esports organization, uh, this actually ties in with what we just said, conforming to societal norms and, yeah. and uh, you know, the simping public opinion, people. And, politically yeah, correct. Yeah, public opinion. Yeah, you gotta be politically correct at all times, especially if you're a CEO of G2. Uh, CEO of G2 actually stepped down uh, because he re received a backlash after hanging out. He was seen uh, partying with uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah, dude, what a wuss, man. Can I, like, seriously, people that, that step down from their positions just because of the, like, backlash that they got for hanging out with a person that they agree with, are you kidding me? Seriously? I don't think, I don't blame him, to be honest. I'll be honest. Um... Because I think G2 actually, I, I do believe that G2 were the ones that told him to step down. I, I still don't think that you should be stepping down from a position that you have just because of other people telling you that what you believe is wrong. I, 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 I still think that G2 were the ones that kind of forced him to, to leave. I, w I would agree. I could be wrong. I, I would but... be willing to agree with that. I don't know exactly the uh, the details of it. But either way, he shouldn't have stepped down solely for that reason uh i i believe that he had a very so i would agree with you but this time around i'm sort of in the middle because he actually had a he actually tweeted this he has a very very good reason to have stepped down i okay. do believe this he said nobody will ever be able to police my friendships i draw the my line here I party with whoever I want. And unfortunately, we live in an era, as I was just saying, where if people see you with certain people that they don't like, they will hate on you until you are forced to step down from your positions in your work or job or whatever. He stepped down because he doesn't want to be policed around and bossed around. I think that this is quite a fair reason to have stepped down. Because I would feel the same way. I don't want to come into an, a work environment getting harassed 
because of who I hung out with last night. Yeah, I mean, if if the uh, if the members of G two um, disagreed with him on that point to the point where they were going to harass him, I do think that that was yes, that that is a good reason to step down. But if he doesn't know whether or not they are going to be affected in the work environment based on what he did um, outside of work. I don't think that he has a reason to be stepping down because he can still stand behind his point and also, you know, he... he the, the thing is, like, so many people get caught up in the beliefs of other people and that if their beliefs don't match up, then they can't work together. That is just not true. People still have careers, right? And th those careers often, right, they have nothing to do with their beliefs. Like, and your they, beliefs they can, aren't They can really... function perfectly fine. Like, two polar opposite people can still work together on yeah, projects without getting politics involved. Like, if you're, a, like, for me, if I'm a graphic designer, who cares what my beliefs are, right? The point is, that you have to get the job done. That's, yeah. And you're not going to not hire a graphics designer just because he believes that, you know, freaking Donald Trump was a good president. I don't care who you think was a good president. If you're a designer that can get the job done, I'm paying you. It doesn't That doesn't mean I believe that Donald Trump should now bomb the freaking, uh, my own country. Like, I don't care. I don't care about your political beliefs, dude. Oh, another thing G2 said. Uh, we do not support any form of misogyny, G2 said in a statement on social media today. We continue to prioritize fostering inclusivity and supporting uh, a diverse blah, blah, gaming environment. Yeah, I know, exactly. Oh they, my god, one they're thing, bots, dude. dude as yeah, soon as I hear bots. the word inclusivity, I just turn off. Like, I, I don't care what the rest of the Yeah, thing. yeah. What are, you, what, are you inclus what are you including, dude? Who are you including for? They talk about inclusivity, but they're talking about marginalized groups being put on a pedestal higher than regular people. And that that's where I draw the line, dude. Why can't everyone just be equal? Oh uh, yeah, why can't they? Really? Really? No, one thing that one thing that Piers said, this is funny in the in the Tate interview. This actually brings us back cuz it actually it actually works for this topic. Uh Piers said that uh so so you know Alex Jones Right. Yeah. He said that uh, the the which I don't agree with this. Obviously, I'm not I'm not saying I agree with this. He said that the uh, the the Sandy Hook school shooting was uh, a f basically fake, and he's he's being sued for like a billion dollars. Right. He's gonna he's gonna have like negative nine hundred million dollars in his bank by the time that's over. That's freaking. He's gonna be minus balance. He's gonna lose his house, lose his kids, lose his family, lose the grass that he stands on. He's gonna lose everything, dude. But uh, Andrew went on his podcast and has been multiple times on on Alex Jones's podcast. Piers thinks that or he he believes that because Andrew Tate went on uh his podcast that he suddenly just believes everything that Alex Jones says is true. So all of his beliefs, everything that he's told his mother, brother, sister, he's had to investigate and do research on before he goes on his podcast and Apparently, he agrees with everything that he's ever said in his life. It can't be that he's just going on his podcast to have a conversation with him. I absolutely despise the whole, like, the idea that you can only talk to someone if you completely 100% agree with them. Because that's, what is a debate then? Seriously, you can have friendly debates and, like, with your friends, you can disagree with things and still be friends. I don't understand why these people think that just because you're on a podcast with someone means that you are completely in a with belief.
beliefs in every single way with that person. Yeah, like there's there's no point for debates then. Like there's literally zero point for debates there whatsoever. There wouldn't be a point with, for debates if you only talk to people that you agree with. And and Andrew actually bring this up and he, he literally said, so Piers, do you admit that you only go on podcasts of people that you agree with? And Piers dodged. He dodged! The question! How ironic! Fully, he didn't even answer it. Of course he wouldn't, because he'd be a hypocrite if he did. What's he gonna say, no? You're- you're arguing a point against it. <laughs> <laughs> you're- you're arguing against it, so that's not- that's not true. But I think that's just brain dead. To even argue that, like, debating- debating and- and, and discussion about topics that you don't agree with- with- with other people about is good. There's nothing wrong with that. And just because, like, some guy- in the in the street named Sneeko doesn't agree that you should wear seatbelts. And when he asks me to 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 interview, uh, like I don't agree with that at all. But because he asked me to interview, right? What, what should I just say? No, you you once said that seatbelts shouldn't exist. So I actually despise you as a human, and you should be killed. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just gonna go and sit down and talk to him, like have a normal discussion with him. When did seatbelts come into this at all? Ah, uh, but as a matter of fact, you kill people. No, he doesn't. I'm just having a conversation with him. These people are so dumb, man. So, yeah, dude. Andrew Tate kills people because he talked to Alex Jones for a few hours. Dude, there's this thing called challenging your ideas, and it's very healthy, right? If you challenge your ideas to a certain extent, you will actually improve on those ideas and make better judgments based on, like, challenging those ideas. And you can challenge your, your ideas and still come to the same conclusion, like, yes, what I believe is true. You can even challenge your own ideas, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I, but, you know, but the yeah. best way to do it is by talking to as many different people as possible. Possible. Yeah, get get multiple people's opinions and on it. Listening and... to as many people as possible. That's that's the key point. Is that you're not just talking to them, you're listening to them. Yep, yeah, I agree. Uh, but I'm 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 a, I'm a sheep for agreeing with you. I must be. <laughs> it, it's called using your brain. People, I, I mean, th isn't that funny? Hypocritical. Like people, when they don't like the opinion of someone, they just call them a sheep. If if it's like the wrong opinion quote, but if if it's the correct opinion and they're just saying yes to say yes to be correct, then suddenly it's completely fine. Yeah, I mean. Uh, freaking this world is weird. I'm not gonna lie, bro. It's this world. This world is slowly making less sense. All over the place in every corner. Uh, do you want to continue? Because these these next topics are gonna take like, like ten minutes per topic. Yeah, let's end it. Our last our last podcasts have been taking. I think we spend at least two hours. Yeah, every single podcast every... for the past two weeks has been two hours in raw length. So this is gonna be a shorter one. Because I want to save my sanity when I'm editing these things. Yeah, this guy has to edit them, bro. Like, it's not good because <laughs> they come out late. Also, Patreon users, this podcast is coming out two days early. So, uncensored, by the way. Uncensored, uncut, yeah. So. There's, there's, it's a completely different series from the actual podcast because we have so much extra content when it's not cut out. Um, and you know, if you guys wanted have... to hear the juice segment from the last episode, you can go on the yeah, Patreon and the hear about that now. Segment, dude, I forgot the about juice. that. Juice, the juice. That the was juice. a good segment. A reminder to uh, follow all the socials. 
um, on our solo.2 page and also our Patreon, patreon.com slash bincast for $1 per month to get all of the extra access to free, or not free, but extra content that you wouldn't be seeing on the YouTube or the Spotify or any of the other platforms that we are on. Yes, that is right. Patreon.com slash bincast. And if that hasn't encouraged you, my balls will, because I'm putting them <laughs> on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this man's gonna show his balls on the Patreon. <laughs> One dollar a month, and you can see my hairy, actually hairless balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's TMI, man. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for watching the podcast. Um, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Peace out.